This week on the podcast, it's all about the news. What's going on at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and who knew noodles were so important? It's all coming up on this episode. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, Carrie. Hey. How are, are you? we talking about today? <laughs> we're, we're talking about news today. What oh, do you okay. want to talk about today? That's pretty, that's good, that's good. You're good with this? Yeah. <laughs> we just jump right in. <laughs> well, happy 101 episode, Carrie. Wow, 101. It's <laughs> like yeah. no pressure on the 101. So we did talk about that a little bit, how much pressure. <laughs> so our episode 100 was pretty cool. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then we got some really great feedback about it. Yes. Amazing. And then, yeah, people were so nice and so kind. And then we were kind of like, well, how do we top that for 101? We, We've set the bar. What do we do next? We've set the bar kind of high. So we figured let's just let's just go back to some news, some some chitter chatter, and we'll ease into our hundred and one into the next hundred episodes with no pressure. Oh, next hundred, no, and we'll just kind of let that go and 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 ease into the next ones. But everybody was so nice to us, and I think you know probably some people online were sick of um, us seeing our pictures everywhere. But we had so much fun, and we had a great time. We had cupcakes. We celebrated together. Yeah, uh, on the night it went live, and that was that was awesome. So yeah, we've been totally neglecting the news and what's going on in the parks for the last few weeks. Yeah, we've been busy with yeah. other things. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think the show art and the the music and remixing and all that stuff took took its toll. I hope everybody likes the intro and outro. We did get some. So somebody did ask me how many takes. How many takes did that intro take for us to get that right? Um, a few. So yeah, so full dis- <laughs> so full disclosure to everyone. Uh, it it took a few, a, a lot, quite a few, and then it's you know inside secret backstage. Uh, it's not all one take. <laughs> you pieced we- it together. And voila! And voila! There it is. So yes, we're we're quite happy about that. But we wanted to talk about news today. There's been so much news going on in the Disney community and we've completely neglected it all. Well, so we've it's got all some... fairly it's all fairly new, I think. Yeah, we've got a little catching up to do. So there was some Disneyland news about some oh. restaurants opening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Olga's Canteen is opening up. It's weird because when you watch online, Disneyland and Walt Disney World are in two totally different stages of being open and operations. Mm -hmm. Walt Disney World feels like it's almost kind of at the end of the the pandemic road and Disneyland's just at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Just starting. Yeah. So they've got uh, Olga's Canteen is opening up and the lamplight. Mm is opening with brunch. Did they have brunch before? Because yeah, I feel like I feel like they did. Yeah, I think yeah, they did. 
Mm-hmm. I love I, that place. <laughs> it's fantastic. So this is the place. It's lamplight as in, and honestly, I didn't get it till I was like right there looking at it. I realized that the lamplight is the Pixar lamp. Yeah. Well, and before the restaurant, before it became Lamplight, before Pixar Pier, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was called before. I do know the name, but I just can't think right now on this morning when I'm not thinking straight. But, um, anyways, before it, it was always that it was it was the place to be. So when you were at Disneyland, you saw people wait in line, waiting out line, waiting outside in line. Like there was never like a humongous no. line outside. And then I never ever ever went because I was like. I kept saying, oh, I've got to go. I've got to check it out. But it's like, why is everybody waiting? Like, because they have, they had secret drinks and secret menu things, which they still do, I believe, at, at Lamplight. But then when Lamplight came around, I guess maybe they started doing reservations differently. Maybe they seated people m- more spots for food because they don't have the little mermaid mm. dining in in the basement or whatever it was. Um, but like, it's what I do every single time. I think every time I go, I make the people that I'm with go because it's so much fun. It's so awesome. <laughs> it is. The food's fantastic, the views, the atmosphere, everything about it is amazing. Yeah. The f- Even if I people are said- going, I tell them, go to the Lamplight Lounge. Like, make a reservation and go to the Lamplight Lounge. Yeah. The food is really, really good. I was surprised at how good the food was. And the, they have really fun drinks and different concoctions and all sorts of stuff. They have great views. It's definitely worth checking out. Mm-hmm. So well, that was good. exciting. That was very exciting. So if we ever if we get back sooner than later, then we know we... We can, can go get to one to the of land. our favorites. <laughs> yeah, and I think I'd like to try. Br- I feel like I've gone for appetizers, and I've done was it lunch or dinner? I can't remember. One, well, it was with you and Jamie. <laughs> um, so I don't know whether that was lunch or dinner we did, but um, it was just delicious. That's all it was that matters. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. So there are. So that was kind of big news in Disneyland. I did watch some of the Avengers Campus footage so you and i made an agreement that we're really not going to talk much about the campus because we're going to mess it up and and not do it justice you're going to offend somebody i'm going to offend somebody for sure for sure for (laughs) sure but i will say that the videos that i watched i am not obviously an avengers person or whatever but it looks cool like it it looks looks like a place that i'd like to go absolutely like, I know who's, obviously, I know who Spider-Man is. So, there's all the other people, but then there's, like, <laughs> Spider-Man flying around, climbing up buildings, all that kind of stuff. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah. Aside from the attraction, like, just seeing the characters out and about and seeing, like, they've really, how do you get to be that creative? Like, I was watching it thinking, I don't know that I would have it in my brain to dream up something without boundaries like how did they dream this up and push the envelope of what's possible those are some pretty creative imaginations anyway so yeah it looks pretty cool and it looks like there's some great food and drink too oh yeah i may have i may have followed a few new people on instagram that caught my eye because of of their footage of the things they were eating and drinking in there <laughs> i'm like follow follow this person i like their stuff yeah so. yeah for sure i can't wait till we can we can get there to check that out the food and drink is pretty uh pretty creative too mm-hmm. speaking of food and drink mm-hmm. there's just a lot going. of stuff just keep going 
There's a lot of stuff going on at Walt Disney World around the food and drink categories. Oh, yes. There was some, there was some breaking news and then <laughs> further breaking news this week. <laughs> so, yes, everyone's favorite Ohana is opening again. Uh, that's the restaurant over at the Polynesian Resort. And uh, it used to be like they would bring, they would just keep bringing, it was all you could eat, but they would just keep bringing stuff to your table and they yes. would bring skewers of meat and all sorts of stuff. So obviously when it flame, reopens. Flame broiled skewers of meat and shrimps. And, and shrimp and all, yeah, that's right. The shrimp, I forgot. I always forget them because I don't like them. But, um, but they had like, it's a food coma waiting to happen. Oh, like, my goodness. It's really hard to go to Ohana and not come out feeling like I just like I can't do anything now. Like I I've, think people have a love hate relationship with it. I think you either like you love it to death and it's something you always do, regardless of how crazy it, like it is to get a reservation, how much it costs. Or you're just like you just can't because, you know, the, the you know, the, the hangover, the hangover the of going hangover. there. <laughs> it's so true i think we i love the food the food is so delicious but sometimes it's just too much like some trips we don't make reservations because i want it like i don't want to waste a night and after you eat there i i don't know anybody that feels like they can just go and continue on with their evening and often if you don't get that reservation right at the like before at the 180 day window like right like if you're not on it you might not get one and then when you're looking for one you get really late reservations like can you imagine yes. going to Hanna's at 9 50 at night <laughs> <laughs> you no, might as I, well just stay you'd have to stay up all night yeah oh absolutely but I think, but if you're staying at the Polynesian, you can order now Ohana room service. Yeah, that's which, the, yeah. which is really good. That feast is really, really good. That's that's really. I don't. I don't really care to go to Ohana's like anymore. I used to go in the early days because it was so exciting and fun and different and wow, like wow, they bring skewers of shrimp to your table. But but so I don't really go now. But that in room. Mm-hmm. The bringing feast. the meal to bringing the meal to your room is like is is a reason to stay at the Polynesian. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But you but the bread pudding at the end of the meal. Oh my goodness, it's so good. And I don't you know I don't like bananas. Like I don't like fruits and vegetables in my in my desserts. But I'll take it. We always um I instead of going to Hannah's, my friend Carol and I always go when we're on our on our pin trips. We often will go next door. Um, to uh, Kona Cafe, Kona Cafe yes. and we'll order appetizers um, and then we'll get the dessert from, we'll ask for the bread pudding. Right. And so we get I love, that. yeah, Kona mm -hmm. Cafe is really That's good. probably one of my most favorite places to eat on property because I love the, being at the Polynesian. I don't know that I really want to stay there, but I like to go there and go to the shops and, and be there for a little while. So I like to eat at Kona. Yeah. And then you can get some of the tasty Some of things. the, yeah. Like you could get the sticky wings and uh, and you can get the bread pudding. Pot nice. stickers. You can order some I of love the, the pot stickers. So. Oh my gosh, goodness. Mm -hmm. So they're opening back up again for breakfast. There will not be characters at breakfast at the moment. Uh, but there's supposed to be a strolling musician uh, that will entertain at dinner. Um, 
it seems like so they announced Ohana was reopening. This was like <laughs> I'm telling you, the Disney community are nuts, man. It was breaking um, news. It was it exciting. Was breaking news. Like people were losing their marbles. But oh why were they losing their marbles? Because something was missing. Something was missing on the menu. And it was probably one of my favorite parts of this menu too is the Ohana noodles. So they announced that pot stickers, uh, crispy soy chicken wings, and the Ohana <laughs> bread pudding were back. And then uh, no mention of noodles. <laughs> and and Disney- everybody lost their crap. <laughs> the Disney community went bananas. Uh, it, it, they are good noodles. I will, I will say that. They are very good noodles. But yeah, people went bananas. Online, they were going nuts. And I kept saying, this has got to be an oversight. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. (laughs) Do you think the graphic designer forgot to put it on the menu? Maybe. And then nobody caught it? (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. But it was probably two days later that there was an announcement that the noodles were back on the menu. So if you pulled up the menu, uh, you could see Ohana noodles were there. And what is hysterical is that Disney put out a TikTok video. Oh, did so they? They did. I didn't know oh, if you'd man. seen it. So they put out a dis- they put out a TikTok. You know their TikTok's pretty funny. And they put out a video that showed, oh look, Ohana is opening. It's at this fabulous place, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, and we're we're coming back with the bread pudding, with this, with that, and of course the noodles. Aww. And then yeah, so they were kind well, of making good. fun they had of fun it. fun with that. Yeah, and I think some of the the bloggers, so some are saying, you know, oh, they did this. They were always planning on bringing them back, but they wanted to drum up more interest Good or whatever. Good for them, Disney. That's what they I should think do. It, Have a little yeah. bit of fun. Have some fun with this. Exactly. So whatever they did, it was a great marketing strategy. And I'm sure that reservations are going to be booked really quickly for, for Ohana. And yeah, people are sure. just dying to get back there for sure. Yeah, it's um, definitely something every, people. Some I'm sure families do it every single time. Like it's it's their must do. So imagine, yeah. not coming back or not coming back quite yet, and then not having the noodles. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Just might as well close up shop and rename that sucker. <laughs> Throw those barbecues out the back window. Those flame broiled grills. Get them out yep. of there. Tell do something them, different. It. Something They're- different. No need. The Sushi noodles bar. are gone. There's no place to. There's nothing. To, nothing to see here. <laughs> they did uh, announce some other openings, as well. So one of the hidden gems that I found, uh, or I guess a couple of years ago now, was Sebastian's Bistro mm. at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And I have to tell you, we went there. We were staying at Caribbean Beach. We were staying in a pirate room, and. You know, we walked over to to go. It's a sit-down restaurant. So we were like, okay, let's go in here. And the food was delicious. And it was really well-themed and everything else. So there were rumors, I think, at one point. Is this reopening? Is it not? Like, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so they are reopening Sebastian's Bistro uh, at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. And you should go and check it out. It mm. really, It really is good. It's good food. And I'll tell you right now, they have these... Like they they call them pull apart rolls, and it's just they're they're almost like pastry rolls at the beginning of the meal. You know how at the boathouse they have those rolls, mm-hmm. and they're like slathered, like they're all nice and shiny with butter, and they're warm. And okay, so these are like pull apart rolls, but they're almost like pastry ish, hmm. and they come with spreads. Oh my gosh, it's so 
yeah, it's so, so, so good. Absolutely good. worth checking out. Uh, and they do have a coconut pineapple bread pudding here as well. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Sounds tasty. Yeah. And Tusker House is reopening. Right. Some of our character meals. Yes. So Donald Duck and his Disney friends are inviting you back. Uh, so this is at Animal Kingdom. And the, yeah, and the an- the animals, <laughs> the characters, which are animals, they are um, they're not coming to tables. Obviously, they're not doing they're not doing um, autographs, but they're they're going around the restaurants and dancing and and having fun. And it seems to like some of the, from the videos we've watched, it seems to be a pretty great experience, right? Like, yeah, like it seems it's a bit it's distant. So it, it's kind of like what they're doing with the interactions at the park. So it's a bit distant. They're not coming to your table, but you still see them. And it's very mm-hmm. lively and entertaining. And, and they're dancing and mm-hmm. I think fun. It, I actually think I might prefer that. Me too. To them coming to your table and then you got to try. I wonder if it's made a difference of how fast people get in and out of the restaurant too, right? Because when you think of the characters, like you sit there for so long waiting for each of the characters to come to your table, where this way they can all kind of come out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And you're not spending two hours of your day in the that you should be in the park waiting for characters to come to your table. Yeah, I'm I think okay it's a with pretty that. Good, yeah. I think if they have, um, like, they should, they could give away, like, autograph cards to the kids be- or some sort of a picture. Mm-hmm. Like in Lou, like an autograph photo or something of all the characters they'll see or have how some of the meals have the, where you get a picture at the start of your meal with that can go on your memory maker or whatever, like, you know, a quick family picture and, and then just have them run or like have them dancing around and have you laugh and then you just eat your meal and leave. Right. <laughs> Yeah. No, you know what? That would be a really good idea. But I think it depends like with like, like a souvenir to go. Yeah, for sure. Because I think, well, I guess it's, you have to think of like putting from a kid's perspective, like some, I'm sure there's lots of kids that don't love, I've seen enough crying babies and toddlers <laughs> that don't want those, <laughs> well, don't want those big furry things coming at them when they're sitting in their high chairs. But there, there's definitely so many people that absolutely love, love the close interaction and the autographs and all that stuff. But yeah. But I'm sure they could figure out something that would work where maybe makes things quicker and you can enjoy your mm-hmm. meal a little differently. Well, I think it's interesting how this is kind of coming about because with the restrictions starting to lift in Walt Disney World, I still don't see much change in the character interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems the same. So they just announced as well that um, you're going to be able to explore the park and the attractions without your mask if you're fully vaccinated at Walt Disney World. Right. That was just... That's just recent news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like really the place that they're going to insist everybody has their mask on is on transportation. Hmm. Which makes sense because most of the transportation is enclosed. Yeah. So, yeah. they're They're really lifting and loosening the restrictions at Walt Disney World. So... That's that's great news and it'll be it'll be fun to see what they do with the characters and and different things. There are rumors about fireworks. Yes, I heard that too. That yeah. Maybe they'll be back sooner than than we think. So they're they're the rumor is July 4th, which makes sense. Mhm. that they would uh 
they would start but it's just a rumor disney hasn't announced anything and and maybe they won't like maybe they're waiting to to see kind of what happens and how things are by then or if they can maybe pull it off but i did see that they were hiring firework technicians or something like that they had some postings (laughs) up i think which is what sparks the rumors it's amazing like carrie there are people online who stalk the job postings who stop patent files who yep. stock like all sort of construction permits all that kind of stuff just to get a hint yeah i think that would be exhausting so this is not what we will ever be we will never be that kind of news station news station here <laughs> who has time for this um but they are so there is that rumor you know fireworks coming back maybe in time for july 4th but um what are they going to do at Epcot? So there is, you sent me a video of the, it looked like they were testing that new barge, that mm-hmm. horrible thing in the middle of the And I don't know, water. like, I, I don't know where that video even came from. I didn't even click really, I just saw it on TikTok. I didn't even click through to see where it was, like, if it was from a cast member when they're not supposed to videotape it or whatever. Like, I can't, right. like, it looked like they were really trying it out, like... Or maybe they've been showing that all along and I just haven't paid attention, but... But But um, it looks like, like, arms are moving, water is everywhere. It looks fantastic. It does. It does. But I wonder how much of it is it going to be, like, Fantasmic? You know, where they... And and how they did Rivers of Light, where they have the water screens and then they project stuff on it? Maybe something like that. Might be a little bit. Um, yeah, I like, hope it's fantastic because honestly, having that big barge and the big thing in the middle of, of Epcot, it's kind of ugly. So in order to get over my distaste for this thing in the middle, it's got to be some fantastic show, I think. And then I probably won't even notice. Yeah. In other Walt Disney World news, Carrie, what, what do you, what do you think of this boo bash? Well, I know everybody wanted to buy a ticket. The, well, the people staying on property wanted to buy tickets, but then things weren't working very well online or yeah. on the phones, I mean. If you and listen then, to some of the clickbait sites, it was way overpriced and nobody's going to buy tickets and blah, blah, blah. And then they basically broke Disney Internet or the Disney phone lines the day <laughs> that the, the day that the, the tickets went on sale. Yeah. So... Uh, so in response to that kind of overwhelming demand for the boobash, I wonder if they've really limited capacity, though, on those tickets. Like, Well, it's an after hours and not a party, so there must be fewer people fewer, attending yeah. compared to a regular Halloween party. So... Yeah, maybe that's yeah, I don't, what Yeah, I don't know how many people go into an after... Because an after hours is you're paying a premium to be in a very, you know, low crowd park. Right. So now they've added, in response to the demand, they added uh, five more days. Hmm. So, yeah, so they they have Sunday nights, uh, September 5th, 12th, and 19th, and October 10th and 17th have been um, added to the roster. Well, and our theory is that they really are just doing, (laughs) they're just doing the... The after hours so that they don't have to mess, so they don't mess with the 50th decorations. Well, that's, that's your theory. <laughs> your theory is they're doing the after hours instead of a Halloween party because they can't really overlay Halloween and, and the 50th. Like it just, and I'm quite excited about this. I've never been to Walt Disney World for my birthday and not had Halloween decorations everywhere. And you know, Halloween is not my favorite. Well, and it'll be interesting to see 
like, will there be anything fall up or will it just be because they said that they're going to put some stuff out on those nights. But will they just keep it 50th? Like, it would be weird to be at the parks and not see the fall colors, not see all the oranges and reds and all that stuff. But that does not go with iridescent. It doesn't go with the iridescent new fangled Mickey and Minnie's new outfits and the castle. And, like, it just doesn't go. They stick a big orange pumpkin up there. And if they're going to put, like, the bunting down Main Street and, and all that stuff and add little bits and pieces to the attractions and whatever across the park, like, yeah. that's October 1st and... So I wonder if the after hours party is they're just going to throw stuff up like it's all going to be portable. It's going to where... be like those, you know, those <laughs> those blow up, those blow up men that are in front of the tire places. It's going to be stuff like that. They just throw those up and then they take them down at the end of the party. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. I'd be OK with that. I really. Knows? Yeah, I it just might not love... be, but. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like this whole orange pumpkin thing does not go. You're right with the iridescent and all that stuff that they put together. It just, it does not work. It does It'll not work. It'll be fun to see how it, what it looks like in August and September. And then. Yeah, it's going to be great. October. Oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. And they are starting to release new merchandise. Um, and I wonder how much of it is they're releasing it now because they're going to have a break between now and the 50th merch i don't know but they're releasing a new small world dooney have you seen this mm-hmm. i don't love it well is this the only is this the very first small world dooney i don't think so there's been I don't, there's yeah there has been there's been other ones there was a purple one the, that had like the yes the, ge- the geometric outside shapes or whatever the and the flowers and yeah stuff yeah so this one i was kind of like meh yeah, I don't know. I'd love to hear from others, from people who love It's a Small World, if if this is sort of over the top for them. It kind of looks like some of the, it, yeah, it definitely looks... Um, kind of plain Jane, right? Yeah, it's got the words and and a couple of the characters and those shapes, like the, like the, mm-hmm. the shapes of the outlines of the buildings and stuff. But it almost looks like similar. I guess it would have to look. They look all similar because using the same the same images, <laughs> small world images. But yeah, yeah, nothing yeah. too spectacular. It's not bad. It's like, not bad, but I, I wouldn't say it's great. Um, what I am loving is the um, mm. the new the Rainbow Disney collection. Have you seen this? Yes, I love. Oh, it. oh my goodness! So ob- obviously, this is Pride Month. And um, the Walt Disney Company gives uh, funds as part of their ongoing commitment to organizations around the world that support LGBTQ plus communities. And they have what's called the Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection? I'm thinking Muppets. (laughs) Rainbow Collection. (laughs) That's awesome. You see how I tie it into the Muppets? They Um, they, um, they should do that. Yeah, they should. So the Rainbow Collection has, um, they have everything, Carrie. Like, I don't know if you've seen it, but they have everything. They have hats. They have shirts. They have um, all sorts of different things. Yeah, like it's, they've got a little bit of everything, like a knapsack and t-shirts and dog collars and baby clothes and mugs. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you say about that. Like, they've got the Pixar logo, the the Marvel logo. They have like everything. some of the regular things we see, and they yeah, and the, with the with the um with the rainbow with the rainbow, it's awesome. Yeah, I like so the, it's, I it, like the knapsack. The, I know, right? 
The knapsack's really nice. I I like that. They had, but to your point, it's every kind of merchandise. Like they have a little mm-hmm. bit of everything. So they do the dog collars. Oh my gosh, they are so cute. So yeah, those are definitely, and they're on Shop Disney too. So you don't have to be in the parks to get them. They're on Shop Disney. You can you can shop them there. So cool. Yeah. Oh the the and the lounge fly, the backpack. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So now wow. now we need to do some shopping. the other sort of thing when i said to you people stalking the internet and and stalking different things to figure out what's going on at walt disney world it's funny they can notice the smallest of details so in the my disney experience or my disney experience app Mm -hmm. they added the word standby Ooh, ooh. so when you're looking at wait times in my Mm -hmm. disney experience it used to just say the wait time was this now it says the standby wait time is hmm, this. Meaning there'll be another option. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh, meaning it's coming around. It looks like there could be another option instead of standby, which could indicate either virtual queues and or fast passes cool. returning. I don't know how I feel about... I, I like the virtual queues. I like the virtual queues if they do something to... Um, to make them a little more accessible to everyone. So I think there's a, I think the biggest challenge and I, and I love locals and I love annual pass holders because I am, I am an annual pass, not a local, but annual pass. But I think what happens is so many of the virtual queues can get eaten up by uh, repeat guests. So people that are going once a week or twice a week or things like that. And what happens is people who are coming from the UK or coming from Canada or coming from from a great distance are coming and then they can't get on the ride. And there is literally no option to stand in line. Mm -hmm. And that part bugs me, right? Like if I wanted to go and I wanted to ride Rise of the Resistance and I didn't get a, a boarding time. I should have the option to stand in line for eight hours if I wanted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? And and I say that because when Toy Story Midway Mania first opened, we waited in line forever because we wanted, that's how important it was for us to experience it. Same thing. We did the same thing with Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Um, there's got to be, there's, it can't be all, it can't be that situation. That doesn't make sense. So, so I like, I like using that for newer things i think mm-hmm. it makes sense when things are like absolutely crazy brand spanking new and they're trying to figure out like i, I guess like because maybe i don't know why they like versus having just fast passes because they did fast passes for brand spanking new things for years and years and years right yeah why using the virtual queue is maybe it's just like them trying to transition into the different technology like maybe it will be more of a virtual queue not so far in advance mm-hmm. planning but but maybe a little a little different yeah. yeah i just wish there was a standby option there has well. to be like they can't, be. it can't be that all of these rides are going to be you know you have to get in a virtual queue first thing in the morning or else you're out of luck and right unless they let you pick a virtual queue for a number of things and that's mm-hmm. but still like you're right people people are coming to the parks and it's really not fair if they don't know like if everybody that goes there every single day knows a trick or knows exactly how to you know yeah use the app to its maximum to get it and and everybody else doesn't and then and then they miss out so yeah yeah, there has to be like even with the best advice and the best you know all of that kind of stuff it's still 
it's still a bit of hit and miss, right? We mm-hmm. the first time we tried it, we didn't get one. But I but the thought of fast passes returning, how do you feel about that? I actually speculate and just my thought if you know, big business Disney, I think they need to have a paid option of fast passes. Yeah. I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel. Like I, I think like I think it probably I could see it definitely hap- happening. So like Max, I wasn't sure how I felt about it until I did the Max Pass at Disneyland. I think it would be interesting if it was included if you stayed on property and not included if you stayed off property. Mm. Something like that. Well, that would be a great a great differentiator for mm-hmm. people to, you know, an added perk for staying on property. For sure. And lots of other theme parks around the world do have ways where you can you can buy or pay a premium for a certain type of ticket or whatever right yeah like universal has that front of the front of the line pass and i liked it because as a single person i only had to pay for my own um well technically i think it was included because of the resort that we stayed at but i really felt bad for the like it really did hamper the other people the other guests experience who didn't buy it Mm -hmm. because Honestly, if I wanted to ride, I don't know, the Hulk or not that I would, but if I did, then you could literally come off and go back on, like just walk back on again. Right. Um, there was no limit. To how right. Often. That's the thing. Like they're they're um, like if you stay on site or you've bought that ticket, it's it's just a ticket to, that you show that you flash. And maybe it's sometimes maybe there's a there might a once upon a time been where you could only go on a certain ride once. And all the runs right. you could go on unlimited or whatever, but still, you just you just show them your you just show them that you have your max pass, <laughs> and it's like come on in. Where yeah. that's like, with well, I don't know at Disney, that's probably there's got to be some sort of app planning whatever. So it's yeah. not like I don't know that it could be just. Yeah, I it's, think it's, it's a different beast. I think like when you compare to how like I guess it would be limited, right? Like you, there'd only be if it was something that you purchased, there'd only be so many people that would be able to purchase it. I guess like. Like Universal, like you can, when those tickets are sold out for a certain date, you can't buy them. So it would have to mm-hmm. be the same type of yeah. thing. I think, I think with the technology and the forecasting of, of people and all that kind of stuff, I think Disney has to come out with something in the middle. Mm-hmm. Something in the middle. And the Fast Pass options worked. I mean, they did work. I just think that Disney has to be thinking we're leaving money on the table. People pay for fast passes at Disneyland. They pay for fast passes at Universal. It, you know, why wouldn't they think we're Mm. leaving money on the table? I just wonder if they, if the, if they will find a way to maybe make the planning. Like now, if they know who's going, if they keep the park pass reservations and they know who's going to be in what park on which day, Mm -hmm. then maybe they won't have it where you plan it so far in advance. Like maybe it will be something like the fast pass. They're, so, they're such masters, though, at trying to uh, manage a crowd, even emptying the park at the end of the night. I remember once we were on a, a tour, I think it was the Keys to the Kingdom or, or one of those tours, and uh, the guide was telling us about how they were going to introduce this thing that happened midday to try and break up some of the crowds around Main Street, and they could they could shuffle it one way or the other if they needed people to go more towards... Um, Tomorrowland versus Adventureland and that ended up being the move it shake it Hmm. right so they could do it so and depending on which way the parade went they encouraged people to go 
yeah, what one way, way. Mm-hmm. right? And and you didn't realize they were pushing you in one direction. It, it's kind of it's such a, it's so impressive the way that they do that. And I'm hoping that they use the technology to do something great when the fast passes do return. I'm sure they are some form something. of them anyway. Something anyway. Yeah, fast pass and yep or whatever. Maybe they'll re- they'll call it something different. <laughs> Carrie, I think we've covered all of the stuff that's going on in the parks. Um, there was another thing, you know, there was a special anniversary, uh, that happened on June 12th. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was 40 years. I can't believe I'm saying this because now it's just dating me. Uh, but it was 40 years ago on June 12th, 1981, that Raiders of the Lost Ark came out in theaters. Oh, Indy. I thought, cause I'm thinking, boy, there wasn't any Muppet anniversaries this week, was there? <laughs> No, it's Indiana Jones. It's Indiana Jones. <laughs> wow, forty! Isn't that? I mean, like, doesn't that make you feel old? Like, let me say, I felt pretty old when I heard that. Um, I remember my very first time seeing that movie in the theaters, and I went to see it with my with my brother in law and he um, and my sister, and. I was crying. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You know, at the very beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark and he's the, you know, the snakes and the, and, and I was like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I want to leave. And my brother's like, just wait, just wait. And I'm so glad he did because by the time Indy escaped from that very first thing, I was like madly in love and I blinked and it was over. It was like the best movie ever. <laughs> But yes, in the very beginning, little little Francine was crying and did not like it and wanted to Aww. leave. Um, so I'm very glad that he, he made me stay. <laughs> but uh, to celebrate the 40th anniversary, uh, Paramount released the Indiana Jones 4 movie collection for the first time in 4K Ultra HD. There you go. Hmm. Look at right? need that. Harrison Ford in Ultra HD. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I might be buying that. <laughs> I might be buying that. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So that was the news. I watched. Oh, and I watched Ray of the Rest, Last Dragon this week. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it's cute. We watched. <laughs> we watched Cruella, but I haven't watched that one yet. So yes. Did my... you love Cruella? I liked it. I I thought it was entertaining and really good. I I don't. I don't think you know. Well, there was give a, it a plus plus hype. plus, but I thought it was very yeah. I think that's the thing. Everybody was like, "Oh my goodness, it's the best ever!" And I thought it's very good, nice story, great fun music, neat. Yeah, you know, just the way that it was said and Emma Stone. I thought it was really good. It was very very entertaining. Yeah, I'd watch same. it again. I'd watch it again. Just like I'd like to watch it again, just to um, just to kind of pay better attention to certain things and and mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I, I really liked it. I'm the same. I, I really, I liked it, but I think, I wish I hadn't heard all the hype. I wish everybody hadn't been like, oh my gosh, it's the best movie ever. Because then it sets these expectations. And then I was kind of like, yeah, it was good. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I watched it again without all the hype, I would have loved it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so but what did good. you think about the other movie? Rhea, I, I can't tell you because I don't want to spoil anything, but I just wish Disney would leave parents alone. <laughs> like that's really it um i just wish they would they would have a movie where they left the parents alone but it was uh it was cute it was cute i did it while i like i watched it while i was puzzling one night it was cute 
So that was so it. I need to watch it. Yeah. So I... Um, and I did have someone reach out to me to say that they're listening to the podcast and asked what documentaries I love on Disney Plus. Oh, geez. so of course, <laughs> how do they? They must not have listened to many of our episodes. <laughs> so of course, I'm reminding everyone to go watch Penguins uh, because <laughs> penguins, I love it. Penguins, Penguins, I love it. Uh, that's such a good one. Well, Carrie, this has been a great recap of the news. I believe <laughs> we can say I agree. it's good. You agree? I think yep. so. There's and, lots to uh, talk about. There is. And I can't wait until we can talk about uh, us actually feet on the ground in the parks. Our own Real, news. Our own news. Yes. And I think it's coming <laughs> soon. I think I think it's got to be coming soon. Oh, yeah. Dear. Yeah. Carrie. Hopefully. Yep. Did you have some pixie dust this week? I've got now that we're at 101, I'm going to stop assuming that um, you, you had trouble with this because you're just Thank a pro you. now. Thank you're just you. a pro. Carrie. And I've entertained quite a bit with my pixie dust. You're welcome. (laughs) You have. What's your your pixie dust this week? Well, I got a really cool mug. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty cool. So, um, my, uh, I got this mug from, Mm -hmm. from a friend. It's a handmade mug. Someone Mm -hmm. who happened to take up, um, crafting Mm -hmm. Over the last year, someone who bought herself a cricket. Over that the last was my year. pixie dust ones. <laughs> so I got a mug that says "Number One Podcast Co-Host," <laughs> <laughs> and on the back it's got "And Friends" because it's got a picture of, of a kitty because of, of the Figaro and Charming always interrupting. Um, I had to. I had podcast. to make sure the cats were a part of it. <laughs> so it's a pretty cool mug. And it brought me a lot of joy. It makes me it makes me smile. So I've got it right here on my. I haven't used it yet. I just have it on display well, right now. Yeah, but it's it's handmade, so so don't put it in the dishwasher <laughs> or whatever. Because I don't from, know how it's gonna. From what I understand, it's a hand washable mug. I have to wash with care just in case some of the the vinyl yeah. comes off. So maybe it maybe maybe it'll be just a pen cup. But I like looking at it. It's funny. It's got good memories of our of our last year and of our of when we met to celebrate our. Our uh, 100 episodes and our cupcakes and all that stuff. So Yeah. Thanks. That was awesome. You're welcome. What's your pixie dust? Top that. Top that. <laughs> well, I think... <laughs> I think... Because I didn't from... make you... A, I didn't hand make you a gift for our 100th episode <laughs> celebration. How the tables have turned. <laughs> Look at what you've turned me into. Uh, you brought the cupcakes, though. Um this week, so my my pixie dust this week is you might have seen on social media that I got my second dose of my vaccine. Yay! Yay! So very excited because now I, you know, and I guess I have to wait two weeks or something like that. And then that means I'm fully vaccinated, which means hopefully I can start planning my return to the world. And uh, yeah, so I'm very excited. Very happy. That is cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was really efficient. It went really well, and uh, I'm just I'm just thankful that that it happened. And hopefully, yours comes up soon, and mm-hmm. we can start planning the return to the world. Get out of here! That's it. Just need our dang borders <laughs> to open, and we're out of here. <laughs> That's it. Well, there are rumors that the borders are going to open for fully vaccinated people. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, once we hear that, uh, I will be booking We're off a to the races within a couple of days. You're off to the races. <laughs> I'll be like, out of here. So I can't wait. 
Very cool. Cool. It's good pixie dust. Great pixie dust. It is. I'm excited. So, yeah. All right. Well, Carrie, thank you again. Everyone listening, please make sure that you uh, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you can, because those really help. And uh, tell people about us and, and share the podcast with others. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>